0: This is Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities, taking a look at wheat for Wednesday, February 22nd. Well, we got some sell signals yesterday in wheat, uh, some follow-through sell signals, actually. We had an outside day lower in Chicago. Kansas City wasn't quite that bad. Minneapolis is kind of getting caught in the middle, but it still ended up with an outside day lower. So Kansas City was just barely a reversal down, not anything resembling uh, an outside day lower, but definitely getting some negative price action here and appears to be getting some momentum to the downside. We saw Egypt tender for some wheat yesterday. This morning it looks like Russia's the lowest bid. Not a big surprise there. So it's likely that Egypt will take Russian wheat. We are looking at India saying that they're going to the Indian government is going to release another two million tons of wheat into the domestic market. To help uh, soften up some world, or excuse me, some record high prices that have been there for the last few months, and we're seeing uh, the the domestic market really start to respond to that. Prices have dropped significantly in response to that announcement. We're also looking at uh, this week, uh, tomorrow in particular. Of course, the USDA Ag Forum outlook is ongoing. And we'll get the the S&Ds for wheat, corn, and beans tomorrow. Pretty much a trade expects that we're going to see an increase in ending stocks across the board there. Uh, I think that we're just looking at better production, much better moisture conditions headed into spring than we've seen in a few years. And with La Nina fading and El Nino picking up, the odds are increasing that you'll have at least a good start to the growing season for spring wheat. Uh, corn, soybeans, winter wheat is still kind of hit and miss. I think that this dry pocket that's been lingering in the Western Plains is clearly going to have some kind of an impact if it continues this way. Now That's more for hard red winter wheat. When it comes to soft red, uh, almost all of that region is in a, a good moisture situation, which has been one of the reasons why Kansas City has gained against Chicago. Is Casey is just not quite ready to roll over yet. Uh, in, in relation to Chicago because of the threat of weather. Spring wheat, we're still a ways away before planting, but when you look at the snow cover across the northern plains, this major storm coming across the southern part of the, the northern plains, we're looking at just a much better moisture profile as uh, we break dormancy or I'll, as we get into the, the spring wheat planting season. We've got uh, Ukraine you know, asking the U.N. and Turkey to extend this grain corridor agreement for a whole year instead of just three months. And they're also asking to include a few more ports. This would allow them to obviously increase their export capacity. And also pointing out that Russia has been slow walking the ship inspections. They say that Russia only has three teams that are inspecting these ships to... You know, allow them to pass through the the grain corridor, and Ukraine has over 140 ships waiting to be inspected. Um, they're also talking about they've got 30 million tons of grain in storage that's waiting to be exported. It seems like a pretty big number considering their success they've already had in moving grain. And, you know, kind of the difficult growing season they've had, but that's what they're saying. So that clearly suggests that there's quite a bit more product that could be coming out of the Black Sea region. It's not just from Russia, but it's also from Ukraine. Um, We've got uh, weather situations. we got some pop-up storms that appeared in Argentina overnight. Kind of a surprise to the market. I think that's... uh, adding a bit of pressure to the night session for corn and beans, which are down just, you know, corn's down a couple, beans are down about eight. Wheat is down about 10 in Chicago and down about 15 in Kansas City. So this is the first time we've seen Kansas City uh, lose to Chicago. I don't see where we had any unexpected rain overnight in the plains or even anything in the forecast over the next couple weeks, in fact, that would... Really change that picture, other than starting. You know, the the weather models are starting to hint that perhaps more rain could be coming to the Central Plains, which encompasses all of Kansas, but it still misses all of Oklahoma and and the western half of Texas. So again, perhaps it's just a, a a function of that drought region shrinking even yet more, if those forecasts verify. But so far. We've had forecasts in the past that have suggested rains will come into the Western Plains, and they've not materialized. So I think that um, we'll see what kind of follow-through we get. But if KC gets a pretty big break against Chicago, uh, my guess is that that spread will be supported, but it could be the beginning of the end of that run of KC against Chicago. Obviously, you know we've been watching that spread for quite a while, I expected that it wouldn't really break until the rains, at a minimum, were forecast across the southern plains, the western part in particular, but perhaps just because they're starting to show up in the long-range forecast for western Kansas is enough to uh, run out of gas on that spread. I think there's a lot of opportunity there, but we want to be a little bit more confident that those rains are actually going to materialize. Taking a look at some of the world fob offers from last week, we saw the U.S. Gulf soft red was at $338 a ton, that was down two from the previous week. Hard red at 403, also down two. Ukraine at 275 was unchanged. Russia at 300 unchanged. France at 322 was down seven. Argentina at 335 was down five, and Black Sea feed wheat at 265 was unchanged. In corn. Export fob offers at the Gulf were 305, which was unchanged from the previous week. Off the PNW was unchanged at 330. Argentina and Brazil were both unchanged, with Argentina at 300. Brazil was at 310. Ukraine also unchanged at 255. In soybeans at the Gulf, we were at $600. That was down five on the week. Argentina was at 595, which was unchanged. Brazil was at 560, which was down five. We did see some declines in freight costs of one to two dollars a ton, so it looks like uh, you know, that's reflecting cheaper energy prices, of course. But you know, it's just becoming more and more competitive worldwide. But for the U.S., number one, which is the the those locations are so far away from us, it just transportation costs alone pretty much take us out of the the running, especially in a key markets like North Africa. But the value of our dollar has also been rising, which makes it even more competitive for us. So it's just been difficult. It shows up in the export sales numbers. I still think that the U.S. just faces a lot of headwinds from an export capacity alone. Pretty soon we're going to be focusing on the growing season. We do have an increase in acres, you know, a couple million acres for hard red, just over a million for soft red. I you know, I think we're gonna have plenty of soft red available. It's hard red that's still in the question. But again, if the rains start coming, I think the Kansas City market loses to Chicago pretty fast. Uh as we move forward, we're still in that window of wheat moving lower and corn and soybeans as well. But uh you know, we're still in that February break time window. We're with with the the pressure that we're seeing on the night session, it's quickly taking us To a pretty notable support level. If we break from here uh, even further, then it's about another 10 cents lower that we see the next level of support come. I'm kind of thinking, you know, considering that it's still dry in the plains, we don't see the rains in the forecast, that the market's going to find pretty good support at those lows that were established in mid January. I, I don't see us taking those out just yet. And so. Um, If we get, you know, another three or four days and the market is stabilizing, I think we need to look at that as probably the time to get out of the short positions and start thinking about being long this market as we head into the growing season. Uh, I think that the, the path of least resistance will be up for hard red winter wheat until the rains come to the central and southern plains. And so I, you know, taking advantage and it's been working well this seasonal pattern in fact the seasonal patterns have worked uh, surprisingly well in wheat ever since last harvest so again so you know the february break has worked for us we don't want to press our luck and push it too far Uh, we recognize that we're toward the tail end of that window and we're headed into some support levels a couple of reasons to start thinking about moving away from the short side And uh, seeing what kind of bounce to get or any kind of reversals, we'll start taking a look at the long side until we see some good rains coming across the plains. If you have any questions, feel free to call at 1-800-888-9843. This has been Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities.